Like many businesses, our business is shifting as a result of the global pandemic. The way in which we serve and what we deliver is shifting because the needs of our customers are shifting and we're responding to that. New research from the Society for Human Resource Management sheds a light onto just how significantly employers and workers have been impacted. 40% of employers have had to shut down certain aspects of their business, while 83% have adjusted their business practices. And while it's unnerving because it's unknown, I see opportunity all over this challenge. And leadership is, after all, all about learning to shape the future. Leadership exists when people are no longer victims of circumstances, but participate in creating new circumstances. And this is the time to create new, to shape how we support the needs of our customers. And that's super exciting to me because there's this creation element to it. In his classic book, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, John Maxwell names law number four, the law of navigation. And for me, this law is all about shaping the future and creating the new. He says anyone can steer the ship, but it takes the leader to chart the course. In the book, he shares the story of two groups of explorers in 1911, both on a mission to be the first in history to reach the South Pole. Talk about discovering new. Their stories highlight the law of navigation. Listen to what he says. One group was led by Norwegian explorer Roald Abemsen. Before his team ever set off, Amundsen had painstakingly planned his trip. He studied the methods of the Eskimos and other experienced Arctic travelers and determined that their best course of action would be to transport all of their equipment and supplies by dog sled. When he assembled his team, he chose expert skiers and dog handlers. His strategy was simple. The dogs would do most of the work as the group traveled 15 to 20 miles in a six-hour period each day. That would afford both the dogs and the men plenty of time for daily rest prior to the following day's travel. Amundsen's forethought and attention to detail were incredible, and it paid off. The worst problem they experienced on their trip was an infected tooth that one man had to have extracted. The other team of people was led by Robert Falcon Scott, a British naval officer who had previously done some exploring in the Antarctic area. Scott's expedition was the antithesis of Amundsen's. Instead of using dog sleds, Scott decided to use motorized sledges and ponies. Their problems began when the motors on the sledges stopped working only five days into the trip, and the ponies didn't fare well either in those frigid temperatures. All of the animals had to be killed. And as a result, the team members themselves ended up hauling the 200-pound sledges. One team member required an hour every morning just to get his boots onto his swollen, gangrenous feet. Everyone became snowblind because of the inadequate goggles Scott had supplied. And on top of everything, the team was always low on food and water. After covering a grueling 800 miles in 10 weeks, Scott's group finally arrived at the South Pole on January 17, 1912. They found the Norwegian flag flapping in the wind and a letter from Abenson. 
the other well-led team had beaten them to their goal by more than a month. Scott's expedition to the pole is a classic example of a leader who could not navigate for his people. And Edmondson, on the other hand, did so with his painstaking planning and thinking. You know, I don't know what the future holds, but I believe in the talent within my team. And I know our hearts are to serve. So we look to the need and build a strategy to provide services to meet those needs. As former GE chairman, the great Jack Welch once said, a good leader remains focused. Controlling your direction is better than being controlled by it. So until tomorrow, continue to navigate with focus, knowing that you're shaping it all based on how you show up. Be well and take care of yourself and each other.